Matcha lattes can be a great way to dive into the world of matcha tea, but they can often contain a lot of added sugar. In this video, we're going to be testing out a new oat milk that contains no added sugar to see if it works as a way to make a sugar-free, dairy-free matcha latte. Let's get started. Okay, so for this, we're going to be using the Asamiya Matcha. This is the Asamiya Sayama Midori Matcha. Um, it's from a region in Japan that's really famous for matcha cultivation. Um, they've been producing matcha there for hundreds of years, and it's still is known for producing some of the best matcha in the whole country. Um, so this latte is normally, normally you'd make this latte with kind of like a lower quality uh, matcha, one that's a little bit more bitter so that you can taste the flavor um, of the matcha through the oat milk or through whatever kind of uh, plant-based milk that you use. Um, but for this, we're going to be using um, some of the good stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and open this up here. And um, what we're going to do, I don't make that many matcha lattes, um, but I have done it in the past, so I'm going to go ahead and demonstrate how I would do that here. Um, there are a couple things that you can do that really make a difference when it comes to the, the matcha latte. Uh, the first is um, sifting the matcha powder. So this is something that you don't hear too much about. Um, it technically is optional, but we really recommend it if you uh, want to make a better matcha. So I'm going to be using, you see I, I have a full heaping scoop I'm using the chashaku bamboo spoon. Um, this is the uh, exact chashaku spoon that comes with a lot of our tea bundles. You can see the Neo logo here. Um, and then also I'll be using the matcha whisk that you, um, that you may notice. So this is the one that has the Neo logo on it. Um, and these come with a lot of our bundles if you're interested in Getting started into the world of matcha, you can um, get a good deal when you buy uh, the teaware and the matcha together. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, I use two heaping spoonfuls of matcha, um, and then I'm going to go ahead and sift this. And the reason I'm doing this is because you can see there's a lot of clumps that are forming here. And um, that's not necessarily a problem, but it's going to make it so that the matcha doesn't mix well into the water or into the, the milk. Um, and for measurement, you saw I used two heaping spoonfuls. Um, you don't have to be exact with the measurement, um, but what you'll see in the, in the tea ceremony is the tea master will use um, kind of trying to get as much matcha as possible onto the spoon, and she'll use uh, two scoops like that. So this only takes a few seconds, and it really makes a difference. When you're almost done, you just kind of tap out the remaining matcha. Go ahead and put this aside for now. And so you saw what we had before. We had a lot of the clumps at the bottom, and now we have a nice, finely sifted matcha powder. So this is going to mix much more evenly into the water. You're not going to get these clumps. You're not going to get this kind of grainy consistency that you get um, in a lot of matchas. Um, and then an added step to make sure that you have even less clumps is to actually just Add a tiny bit of water in. And this is actually important with, with um, both if you're ma making matcha plain or if you're mixing with other ingredients is to actually go for a paste here. So you'll see I'm smoothing it out. And even though I sifted, there are some small clumps forming. But when I don't have much water inside the matcha, it's much easier to smooth out these clumps. So before I add in all the matcha, or sorry, all the water rather, 
um, I want to smooth out those clumps. Now you can see I have a nice smooth paste here. So I'm actually going to normally, if I were to make, actually we could we could try this in the bowl directly, just because it's easier to pour. Um, what I have here is this new oat milk. Um, this is a, a new popular one that's been recommended to me. Um, it's big over here in Europe, and um, it is a really nice tasting oat milk. Not too much sugar, actually no added sugar, now that I see it here. Um, and I just took an initial taste of this, and I, I really like it. It's, it's much more natural flavored, um, not super sweet like a lot of the oat milks that you get. And I want to see how, um, how it works with this matcha. So I just I preheated some in a pan, and I have it in this little container here. I'm just going to go ahead and pour some in. I'm going to go ahead and whisk. So this is something a lot of people don't recommend because you actually are supposed to only have this whisk be in contact with either matcha or water. Um, but just if you want to use it, it's fine. Just make sure that you rinse it well afterwards um, because it really does make a difference when it comes to foaming up not only a regular bowl of matcha but also a matcha latte as well. Um, and you'll see that I'm actually using the barista blend, which is kind of designed for lattes, so coffee lattes, but also matcha lattes as well. Um, and it, I'm not exactly well versed in the technicalities of it, but I think it's just because um, when it's heated up, it it um, it has a better consistency than a normal uh, oat milk. Okay, pour this in here. So here you can see matcha latte. This is a nice warm one. You can also make an iced matcha latte as well. Um, but there are a couple things that I would recommend. Uh, one, you know, use this, start off with the paste before you add in the, um, the oat milk. Don't make a full bowl of matcha and then add in the oat milk. It's going to be really diluted. Um, you, you really want to concentrate the flavor so it's as little added water as possible. It's just the matcha powder, just enough water to make that paste, and then the rest is gonna be the warm oat milk. And I do find that it makes a difference to have the preheated oat milk, um, you know, kind of not quite steamed like you would get at a cafe, but just kind of heated in the pan. It's a really nice touch. Mmm, yeah, that's good. I mean, normally these, these lattes are way too sweet for me, but this one is uh, is pretty nice. I'm definitely getting a lot of the matcha flavor. I'm getting kind of this, this starchy note from the oat milk. Um, this one is a lot of, a lot less ingredients than a typical oat milk. Um, I can go ahead and check. Uh, it's free of soy, uh, so it's water, oats, grapeseed oil, protein-rich powder with um, sea salt and some other minor ingredients as well. So pretty unadulterated compared to a lot of the oat milks you get there. Um, you know, we recommend to use as little sugar as possible when it comes to making your matcha lattes. Um, but, you know, if, if you have to, we understand, just use a, a little bit and then try to use a little bit less each time 
so that you gradually get used to the flavor of the matcha. This is definitely a good way to, to dive into the world of matcha tea and then hopefully um, eventually you start drinking matcha plain without milk or sugar. That's kind of the goal. Um, so I hope you guys like this. Uh, if you have any questions about matcha lattes, please feel free to leave them in the comments below. Um, we're hoping to do a lot more episodes like this in the future as it gets a little bit colder and everyone's looking for their um, you know, go-to warm morning drink. Um, we'll try some other experiments with, with matcha lattes and things like that. Um, so thank you all so much for watching. We'd really appreciate it if you could like this video and also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and also, if you would like to pick up some matcha tea like this one here, um, you can browse our website using the link below. But until then, we'll see you guys next time.